Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris and today we're talking about the benefits of stress and the benefits of stress uh, to, firstly, to the individual, secondly, to others. Uh, we spend a lot of time uh, talking about the negatives of it. We understand that it causes all sorts of trouble, uh, but we don't eliminate a trait. We don't eliminate anything from this planet um, by hating it or not liking it or trying to get rid of it. The way we do it is we change its form. So let's talk about uh, the benefits of stress, then we'll talk about how to move it to a different form. The benefits of stress are that it evolves you, it grows you, it makes you recognize that your ego has come to the limit of its expanse, it tells you that you're incompetent at something, it tells you that you've reached a knowledge plateau. It tells you that you stop learning. It tells you that you need to learn. It tells you that um, you need to restructure. You need to reinvent. You need to reconsider. Uh, you need to look at things from a different angle. You need to refine your process. Stress also tells you that you're working on low priorities. It tells you that you're uh, working um, not on focus. It tells you that you're worrying about things that are not changeable. So stress is inevitably one of the greatest uh, and most important gifts the universe can bring to your life. As long as you treat yourself as a person who's in a learning life and not in a, gee whiz, I got it. Because the most stressed people in the world are the ones who have stress for a protracted period of time on the same topic over and over and over again and keep dealing with the problem and don't actually address the cause. So we're talking here uh, being a, a learning person now. Benefits to others that you're stressed. Well, they get to drive ambulances, they get to run hospitals, they get to be a doctor, they get to deliver medication, they get to run pubs, they get to run brothels, they get to do meditation classes, they get to teach yoga, they get to teach Pilates, they write blogs, um, they feel a sense of self-worth, they feel a sense of empowerment, they feel a sense of duty, they rescue you, they help you, they become religious, they become uh, lifeguards, <laughs> they become uh, coaches, because most of the people who are trying to help you deal with your stress are people who don't like stress. So you have the same issue, both of you, and so like minds collude. Um, if you take a, a robber or a, um, a criminal, take them to a, a new city, put them in a pub, within two minutes they'll be talking to a bunch of people and those bunch of people will be criminals. It's a very known fact. Take a bunch of people who hate a certain thing in the world or who don't like stress, put them in a room and by half an hour they'll find each other and they'll be talking about what they do which will be something in common but the common thread is a cause and that is the cause is they don't like stress so stress unites communities people don't like to see animals stressed they form communities of save the dog save the cat save the chicken save the whale, save the dolphin, because they don't want that animal stressed or mammal. So stress unites people. Stress about boundaries, stress about 
uh, religion, stress about being right, stress about being wrong. So trying to eliminate stress from the world is just ridiculous. It's there and it's necessary, it's essential. So to embrace stress is to give you the freedom to say, well, I'm going to be stressed for the rest of my life as much as I'm going to be relaxed. Get over it. And then when you get to that place, you go, but what form would I like that stress to be? Now, if you're an athlete, you choose to go to the training to be stressed. You don't choose to go to training to, to enjoy it. You go there to be pushed beyond your limits so that your body goes into an adaptive mode to that stress and then rebounds with rest into a heightened state of fitness and, and strength. So a person who embraces stress can choose the form of it. They can say, you know what, I'm going to put myself under stress in the training camp, in the, in the gym. I'm going to put myself under stress by going to night class, by going to study a topic, by changing, uh, learning a new language. I'm going to put myself under the pump to get something done. In, I'm going to learn the guitar and I'll learn it in six months instead of 12. So therefore I'll test myself, I'll push myself. Now what happens, they talk about resilience and they talk about stress management and they talk about determination and goals. But what happens to a person when they don't like stress? As soon as something stresses them, they pull out. And the problem with that is, as soon as you pull out of something, you, 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 you take the stress from the outside and you say, oh, I'm not going to let that guitar lesson stress me anymore. It was just too hard to get to. And you turn the stress into a non-voluntary uh, space because we, we, every 50% of our life is stressful. So as soon as we withdraw stress from the thing we volunteer for, it comes in another form. Now, take a good example. I have uh, people who hate their job and it's stressful. And I say, look, embrace the stress. Every job's going to be stressful. Evolve from it. Learn, that, learn what it's teaching you. Uh, organize, supervise, deputize is my model for stress management in the workplace. Morning. So once that's done, but if a person says, no, 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 shit, no, I'm going to change jobs. And they change jobs. And next thing you know, their relationship blows up. Why? Because they moved away from stress into no stress. They chose a job that didn't stress them. Where'd their stress go? It went domestically. And what happened then? Well, they want to move away from that stress too because they're domestically stressed. And then they want to move back to a job that's stressed. And then they want another relationship. And they want a relationship that's not stressed because they're stressed at work. But then because they're now not stressed at work, they're happy to have a bit of stress in their relationship. So they have a bit of stress. But they're not volunteering for this stress. They think every time that they're going into a non-stressful environment. Like people who say, I want to lose weight. And they go, I'm going to go into that, but I hate stress. So as soon as the weight loss program becomes a bit intensive or repetitive or consistent, they go or deprives them of a, a emotional release, they give it up. So the obsession with not being stressed causes people to be stressed. So we've got two choices. One, have stress inflicted on us from whatever area nature decides is best. 
or choose it. To choose stress, you have to embrace it. You have to go, I like stress. Stress is good because it evolves me. It helps me learn new things. It makes me stronger. It builds my immune system. It builds resilience. It builds uh, depth. It builds understanding. It builds strength. It builds a thousand things. So stress that we volunteer for can only be volunteered for if we embrace it. So why would you go to sport training and be stressed by a coach if you had an obsession with not being stressed? You'd say, oh, I'll go to sports training, but I'll coach myself. Why would you coach yourself? Because you don't, you, there's a certain limit of stress and you go, that's it, that's enough. I've done well. You wouldn't write it down, you wouldn't make notes, and you wouldn't push yourself beyond every step of the way, which is what a coach does. So we talk about stress and we say, oh, the ego is a bad thing, but the ego is a good thing because the ego is telling you where you've hit your limit. And if you then hide under your ego and say ego is bad, you're going to be super stressed but not know it. It's coming like a steam train. This is Chris. Have a great day. Bye for now.